0: It's okay. These are like my rules. And the second you disrespect them, like those privileges are revoked. Maybe they were yeah. pulling their uh, man too much, right? Demanding too much self attention.
1: Well, uh, the and man needs to have yeah. absolute power. Absolute power in terms of finance. Oh God, you
0: just, you just pissed off so many people. <laughs>
1: I really don't care.
0: Don't yeah, I know. I know you, you don't, but Absolutely. still, still,
1: I'm pointing it out. Absolute power. And it's very easy for a man to have absolute power. Um, in a relationship, it, like, they just have to be educated on how to do
0: it. Right. Bonjour, bitches. Welcome to a new episode of Croissant Hours. I'm here today joined with the black sheep of the MBTI community, the, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, the big man himself, Mr. C's Joseph. So how are you doing today, Chase? Yo. it's been a very
1: eventful day. Actually, when it comes to setting up being on this podcast <laughs> my schedule is literally hell on earth but i make the work
0: somehow well i, I suppose <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i mean you know that's that chaotic movement life isn't it <laughs> just uh, hopping from one thing it is yeah it's, i talked with um my friend b-born right he was like well chrysan you gotta realize you know, chase is a bit of a rocking horse so <laughs> So, yeah. That's right. That's true. Um, So, um, for those that don't know you, um, well, who are you and uh, what is it what you do? Oh, um,
1: so what I do is I'm a Jungian analytical psychologist. I'm also a martial artist and uh, I'm also an information technology network engineer. Hmm. And entrepreneur, creating new forms of social media and software to help people out, mm-hmm. and getting involved in a host of other entrepreneurship related activities mm-hmm. while simultaneously increasing my own fitness and the fitness of people out there. I've mm-hmm. also recently started a nonprofit organization hmm. for. Uh, you know it's like um kind of like what we do in the men's group within the csj
0: community mm. but uh just more local to where i live mm. right like helping your tribe out basically right yeah okay um so uh you started this whole well i'll just call it mbti for the Uh, you know the SEO or whatever Um, but there's the four sides of the mind theory um, how did it actually come to be like from from the beginning so to speak
1: well Uh, basically it all started when I was working for this guy who when I was homeless uh, he offered me to work for him and then he asked me to impersonate him Mm -hmm. at his job. So I did. I impersonated him for a year and a half, and I just basically did his job for him. And then like this guy uh, that also worked for him Mm -hmm. in a similar manner, but not as deep as what I was doing, uh, we went to a, a customer of his in Bellevue, Washington, in the copper building, floor 22. Mm-hmm. may have been four or 24. It was really high up. And uh, randomly MBTI came up in conversation. I was very, I would like to think I was really adept at Myers-Briggs type indicator in those days. And this was like when I was 25, 24, 25. And my coworker basically like embarrassed me in front of this customer and let me have it. And exposed mm-hmm. how I didn't actually know what I was talking about. And I thought I did, but apparently I didn't. Mm-hmm. So then uh, then after that, like we got to the bottom floor and he's like, Hey, you know, let's let's make a deal. Mm-hmm. I'll mentor you on how to do this right. And you take care of my pot plants as he's growing. He was growing, <laughs> he was growing.
0: Deal for lifetime. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's growing marijuana in his garage. So he needed me to take care of his plants for him. So I did. And then he taught me yogi and analytical psychology the correct way, Mm. basically. Right. And then after a while, him and I just kind of became estranged due to life circumstances. Mm -hmm. And then I started training under someone else. And that other person was the guy who trained the first person who trained me. So Mm. I got, you know, and then we'd always talk about like different theories that we would have Mm. about the science and the direction that it's going and the psychology. and, And one of those theories, my mentor starts talking about something he called the demonic inverse, which is basically a cognitive transition from a person's unconscious into their superego although he didn't call it unconscious or superego in those days he just called it shadow and then the demon basically Mm -hmm. is the labels that he was using we've since refined the labels to make a lot more sense to people since but Uh, but the reason why he called it demonic inverse is because, you know, your ego inverses into your subconscious when you're cognitive transitioning into your subconscious, basically. Mm -hmm. And it was just that whole process. But up until then, the two guys that I had trained under and learned under, and they mentored me, I was their apprentice, like... They always believed that there's only actually three sides of the mind. Because they're very Christian folk who believed in Trinitarian doctrine. Right. I do not believe in Trinitarian doctrine, but they do. Um, and so they thought, like, everyone, like God, had a Trinity, which is not accurate. Mm. So... So, based on that, like I came to realize that the demonic inverse actually was the super ego hmm. and that's ultimately where four dynamics came from was that conclusion, and then testing it in the field for many years and hmm. playing with it and further developing the theory as times go on hmm. and as and
0: uh, one of the thing i uh, commonly question uh, with that is. Uh, where did you actually get your besides that there, there are other ideas you uh, incorporate or introduce within uh well how do you say your channel so to speak or your theory um how did those ideas come to be besides that like did you just read a lot or did uh life experience uh make you think of it uh how would you describe that well all of that mm-hmm.
1: i read every book on the subject that i could get my hands on but given that i have ti parent i can just read content and be like yeah that's obviously trash throw it out mm-hmm. you know and just keep the stuff that's not trash and then put it all together like legos basically mm-hmm. yeah. an engineered solution and then that became the solution and then i had field tested to see if it's true and mm-hmm. then turned out to be true that's right. basically how it worked out Okay. Well, you describe it no like it's. Uh, I right, was oh, sorry. It's no different than it's no different than Einstein's little thought experiments that he did in his head. You yeah. know. Yeah, it makes it's sense. Basically, a, a similar approach.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, well, you describe it like it's just you know it just happened, but I I presume there were some hard times between there, right? Like there were some pretty. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: bad sure. Things. There was. Hmm. I have to have life experience to apply it to because I can't just learn from other people's mistakes so uh-huh. in effect I have to learn everything in order to keep growing and to yeah. keep gaining understanding which means I have right. to keep suffering.
0: Hmm. And well, what, 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 what would you say were like the biggest changes along the way like all, all things considered not just four sides of the mind but also Jungian sexuality what would you say are the biggest changes within your uh, thinking so to speak? Well changes in what context? um like what reason um i don't just uh well i can i can think of an example but i don't know if that helps uh for example you your first uh, when you started you had more of a you know take a bullet for a woman for example that was uh or, 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 i still have that point of view really why is I that do. why yeah. is that? because
1: the thing is though is that like if i'm going to invest in a woman she's my woman Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a bullet for I may have five different women that I'll take a bullet for, mm. but I'm still going to take a bullet for Right. I'd say that's the thing I don't really agree with the Red Pill community on is like they have a problem with masculine idealism. I right. don't. The uh, thing is also, yeah. I'm not going to allow any woman to disrespect me either in the process mm. because it's like, oh, you're going to disrespect me? Then I'm just going to be like Song of Solomon chapter five. You know, the Solomon's... uh um was uh his queen you know his first love his his soulmate. myth mm-hmm. basically uh refused to have sex with them one night so he just like he he withdrew he, he abandoned her straight mm-hmm. up so like if any of these women disrespect me i just i leave and i go to from a different at, woman from a dumpster right <laughs> So, yeah, just go to a different woman. It's not hard. Like, mm-hmm. I just withdraw. And it's mm-hmm. necessary for expert sensing demon, because as a demon just wants to react and become violent and start destroying the environment that mm-hmm. it's in, when it's actually just wiser for expert sensing demon to just change the environment change the scenery entirely. Right. So So why would I allow yeah. myself to want to wisely engage in violence? With my SC demon, when it's just better for me to go to a different woman,
0: mm-hmm. froth, this other one, throw in the with. violence basically, and just change the, yeah, balance. exactly, mm-hmm. change
1: the environment. Mm-hmm. My demon may not want that in the moment because it wants to be violent, but then mm-hmm. at the same time, I just like, like psychologically, the inclination is there to be violent. When right. I just, just, I'll just go over to that woman, mm-hmm. and then you know, then they know they have to compete for my attention, and then all of a sudden they start behaving better. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. So, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to take a bullet for them either.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, going into that, uh, I'm kind of curious because you say that idealism is still has its place, or uh, it's, you still believe it does. It? Right. And, uh, well, could you elaborate on that? Because I'm. <laughs> the thing is, is that most, most men conflate
1: masculine idealism, like as compared to uh, feminine solipsism, you know, mm-hmm. as the two things that men and women are born with. Right. but masculine idealism is remember like it's that thing where men are born with this innate thinking that tribe comes above self and then right. the rite of passage in their life they realize that even society them itself will sell them down river mm-hmm. so based sell them into slavery basically so based on that you know a man has to learn through learned behavior to do self above tribe Mm -hmm. whereas with women it's the opposite women are born with self above tribe that's why women are basically innately entitled and they have to learn how to become feminine and through their rite of passage like giving birth all of a sudden they have to put the tribe above self Mm -hmm. right that's that's their learned behavior Mm -hmm. right But masculine idealism and solipsism aren't bad things. Mm. That innate feminine entitlement is not a bad thing or that innate uh, self-disposability because, you know, the male sex are the most disposable uh, Mm -hmm. out there. Uh, You know, we are the disposable sex. We're the ones that fight the wars. We're the ones that are expected to die for our women. That's why it is written. There is no greater love than when a man gives up his life for his beloved. Mm -hmm. That's what that's all about. This right, is why a woman will never be able to love a man as much as he loves her. Right. That's a fact. Okay. Because so, women aren't expected to give up their life. Right.
0: Yeah. So, if I could translate this um, in a more, I guess, direct way, <laughs> um, sure. would you would you say that because it's an innate biological mechanism, it's still okay for that idealism or solipsism to exist? Um, yes. Yeah. To be used. Yeah. Yet. Um, we still have to be in an equilibrium uh, within our psyches or within our uh, sexualities um, to balance those things. So it's not only just, you know, solipsism only uh, or only idealism. I, I wouldn't say true balance, though. Oh, no, I, well, not I, true balance. Just, I, I should just I'd a say, balance.
1: I'd say 60-40 or 70-30 or even 80-20 in hmm. terms of one side to the other. Okay. But, like, yeah, I mean... I'll still take a bullet for my women. Of course I will. Hmm. But the reality of the situation is, is that they better respect me.
0: Right. But uh, yeah, that's you know, what, like, yeah, that's what the Red Pill critiques a lot. Because they're like, well, it's impossible for a woman to respect you out yeah. If you have that mindset. Yeah. What would you say to that? Well,
1: I mean, I was telling one earlier today, I'm like, look, look you will not have text conversations with other men without my permission. You will not talk to them. You don't want to talk to any man without my permission, right? Otherwise, and if you think you can, well, then I'm not going to be in your life, right? Bye. So it's like
0: yeah, it conditional in that, conditional in that regard. Yeah. Like, okay, you respect me, uh, and I'll I'll do these idealistic things, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, yet, yeah. Uh, if there's no uh, condition of respect here, it's it's well, yeah, of course you're not going to get it. Is that what you mean? Well, dying for your woman
1: is itself an unconditional act. Right. It is a pr- it is proof of unconditional love. The thing is, is that you know, the only way you can prove inc- unconditional love is either by unconditional love failing because then you know what's going on because mm-hmm. you have to keep it up or by dying for the person because there's a finality about it, mm-hmm. right? So, right. based on that, like it's it's ridiculous to say, well, you know, that's you're just being having conditional love there. No, it's me having personal standards. Mm-hmm. It's actually me not allowing people to abuse me. Just yeah,
0: walk all over you.
1: <laughs> yeah, which happens all the time, you know, and it's because society enables the female solipsism out there. They're very okay with walking all over us. Mm-hmm. You know, even the entire society, the state, all of it is organized you know that way and everyone's like oh empowerment," and then it's like yeah while you're empowering women you're also destroying men in the process and then we right. have this problem of fatherlessness right. this fatherless generation
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah that was uh, a big eye-opener for me when i actually read the boy crisis i was like damn this is probably the biggest one of the biggest uh problems we have within, within society i would say Right. Like people are talking about you know, yeah. cl- climate change, all that shit. And I'm like, uh, actually, <laughs> actually, all those things, you know, are minuscule or fixable compared to this, you know what I mean? I would say at least because, you know, if you actually get strong, masculine men who have their shit together. Um, yeah, they're, they're, those little like little problems like climate change, it's nothing for them. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, c- comparatively. I would say. Yeah,
1: we already have all the technology to solve any of those problems. Even Mm -hmm. like the energy crisis, the food crisis, just people in power who want to limit technology so that they can keep their payday. Mm -hmm. That's really the actual problem. You know, everyone's like, oh, you know, we need to tax the 1%, but then like really it's actually the 0.00001% that you really need to be worried about capitalism 101 uh, yeah the people <laughs> the people that president Macron served you know mm-hmm. this little this little rothschild bullshit i'm mm-hmm. on the phone i'm on the phone hey thank you for greeting me hey
0: buddy <laughs> we could just uh, pause here for a sec if you want <laughs> that's Got all right it. let's keep going oh okay uh, I, ju- I just think, it's, it's your uh, son, right? Or, uh... yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's just excited to see Hey buddy!
2: Hey!
1: <laughs> he's all, he's all super, super there. But anyway... Uh, please, please <laughs> awesome. Please, <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. Very awesome, huh? Yeah, wholesome, very awesome. Is, is that what you're describing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I see that, I see uh, ice,
0: that ice of chase uh, coming out, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they not uh, they not be wholesome I guess.
0: Um, so uh, this is a thing that's very common uh, within the community uh, I would say and that's sure. uh, people either being how how do you usually deal with people or what you, do you advise people who are either in denial or about their type or are just having a lot of difficulties really it
1: it's really just like, educating somebody else they need to educate and teach somebody else how to use the typegrid mm-hmm. or other or multiple people mm-hmm. and then they all just sit down and type each other and have that third mm-hmm. party experience you really just have to invest so much in the third party experience to get anywhere with it right
0: i, I was thinking a uh, similar yeah, thing probably- uh, in, in the uh, you kind of describe this in some social engineering episodes where you say oh you're at a bar and then for the minute you kind of type everybody in the room right um, yeah it's it's I would say that's the best way to go about it right you observe almost like you're you know you very easily do this in your subconscious um, you go in background mode and you just observe how they interact in almost in a circle right And you see how how they interact maybe even with body language uh, but that's going right. to a different topic Um and then, from that then you you engage with the in the conversation and you step back it again and then you make an assessment. I think that's the best way to go about it generally right because um, yes. one problem I, I see a lot is um, when people ask, "Oh please type me or something like that right they're uh, in a in a biased way right they are, their brain is is uh, priming for certain questions um, and automatically I, I also observe this uh, when you're in an interview right you're almost automatically in a responding setting. That's why I sometimes struggle with typing fictional people or celebrities, right? Because in an interview setting, um, they're a little biased towards responding, right? Still, sure, yeah, you have like extremes, I notice. You know, ETPs or ENFPs are gonna uh, start new topics more, I notice, where they just go from mod- from that question and then just jump to five other things. Um, but it's a little more difficult for me when it comes to, you know, uh, in-charge type, so to speak. Right. But I, right. I, I noticed that that way is probably the best way to go about it. I don't know what's your opinion on that. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. It really is. It's just really
1: getting all the information in from you and just making comparisons.
2: Hmm. Right.
1: And then after a while you'll, like if you're an SI user, at least you start to remember all the previous comparisons and they just pile up.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you mentioned in that um the type grid video, right? You made it's like, oh, this is probably the most important video I'm gonna make. Do you ever um think about redoing any videos uh in terms of I don't know? Um uh some people say for example, right, the, the videos are too long or it needs more, you know, basically more SC in the mix, more uh flair to it. Do you ever think about that or are you just like oh fuck it, you know, SCD, but I don't give a shit.
1: Them. I really don't give a shit. Oh. <laughs> All right. well yeah, if i was to, if i was to refilm anything it would be season three with all the updated nomenclature
0: all right okay, I, I can see that well that's also kind of nice because then you're not you know held back by oh I have to reshoot season 21 or something like that right maybe i don't know yeah. um all right so so you mentioned uh you're impersonating this person right how are you using any social engineering right now like day to day 100% of the time. Really? Yeah. Could you go into that? Or is that uh
1: <laughs> all this pers- it is just optimizing all of this is optimizing social interactions in my life. That's all it is. All right.
0: Yeah, I was just uh, I was just uh, Amy more like, "Oh, do you have like a recent story or something?" <laughs> no.
1: No. Not really.
0: Oh. No, it's just so natural to me that it just happened. Yeah, it's just that uh, virtue and vice thing, right? Like, you kind of always have to maneuver (laughs) in that sense. Yeah. Right. Um, What would you say, what's your uh, opinion on visual typing? Because you said for SI users with experience, right? Um, But for me, uh, as an SE user... uh, you have spoken about there are certain visual elements that are more common, like for example, ETPs uh, wearing, you know, monochromatic monochroma- colors. Um, would you yeah. also say there are certain uh, aspects to visual typing, like uh, facial structures, things like that? I know that's uh, heavily doubted by a lot of people, but there are some new uh, phases in the MBTI community that talk about this more and go more in depth about this and really um, create a, their own theory on it. So what, what would your opinion be on that?
1: visual typing definitely exists it's just how the visual typing i disagree with
0: hmm. so well which, which uh, what yeah what type of visual typing would you disagree with like the actual all just, of it all of it <laughs> well yeah. that's that's not something <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah cause that's not how i teach people how to visually type hmm. but i only teach the people closest to me or the people in my inner circle or
0: um my clients how right. you do it right um well we and we won't be seeing any of that in the future or will you go in more in depth about it i will be going more in depth. i mean
1: i give you a small taste now and i've kind of mentioned it before uh-huh like all you do is here one second one second all right um, turn it off and put on your headphones please um so basically like like i had an entj client it's like i really need help with this i, I don't know what to do I, but i really need to type people because i need to know who to hire and who to place in what position etc it's business i said okay we can do that so i sat down with him and i had him get photos of every single person within the organization and i had already typed them at that point in time and basically mm-hmm. we created this really big type grid to go on one of his office walls and i mean it's huge like it's as tall as me you know mm-hmm. and we have each of the 16 types listed and little vectors and all that associated with it
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then uh and then from there, um, we put uh, we put like the photos of each person in each slot, basically. And then I told him, "All right, in two weeks' time, you'll know how to visually type." He's like, "Well, what do you mean?" I know uh, you're just going to stare at this type grid mm-hmm. for days, memorize the faces, and just look at all the faces and look at how they're how different and how similar they are the whole time. And he did. Hmm. And now he's one of the best visual typers I know.
0: Damn. So again, it's an actual thing you could use and learn. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and like, so he's like, "Oh,
1: that reminds me of a Jack. That reminds me of a Sharon." Hmm. You know. And then he just he just knows he just knows what type they are. That's pretty just like that. That's pretty
0: dope. <laughs> Almost like superpower. Right? Yeah. Would, you, would you say that even uh, lower SE users could use that, or like Shadow? Absolutely. Oh, really? Well, as I users, not so much, but oh, and that's that's just due to lack of being in touch with reality, right? Is that a that the reason? Yeah. or is it? I kind of, I'm kind of gauging a, a Chris perspective on this, Chris Taylor perspective. Like, it's not maybe it's not necessarily they. Uh, it's it's more it's more efficient, right? In that. Um, it's better for them to gauge their own experience or use their own experience and go from that than to try to identify it with re- reality, right? Is that is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So, uh, I know you rant a lot about school and how the <laughs> education system is broken and uh, we should abandon it and all, uh, which is, you know, <laughs> I, I, I would agree with. Um, so... One thing I uh, I want to ask you is um, if you could do, you know, your school or high school days all over, um, what would you do uh, like for higher education, etc. What would you pick? You're telling me if I was like 18 years old all over again? Um, yeah. I mean, I kind of already know the answer. That's the funny part.
1: <laughs> um, I would... I mean, I regret going to university. Mm-hmm. I would have just spent time
0: at a library. Just at a library. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And would you would you be studying the same things, or would you just uh, look at other things? Like, you, if, is there anything you overlooked uh, that you see now that you may, think, if you had that same knowledge, what would you would you go in a different direction? Besides, uh, I would have know. just I would have just
1: studied fitness closer, and I would have also studied. Um, entrepreneurship closer. All right. I only learned the psychology stuff out of necessity. It wasn't because I wanted to.
0: Oh, really? It wasn't? Yeah. You, you, you want to say you're passionate about this or? I wasn't, no. No? And, and are you and now? I was, it, <laughs> it, it, and it was forced on me. Yeah, sure I am. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> Little, uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking like, damn, you're making your whole, your whole business model when you don't even like it, damn. I mean, I know you work out of necessity and obligation, but damn, that's kind of sad, man, if that were the case. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me see. Um, well, well, kind of relating to the previous question, um, what do you think ETPs naturally gravitate toward, towards with uh, in high school or hi- well, higher education? ENTPs? ENTPs, yeah, so extroverts. Oh, uh, being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're actually picking something. <laughs> um,
1: sometimes foreign language. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you'd almost find ENTPs in foreign language stuff. Really? Uh, yeah, chess club. You'll always see ENTPs playing magic cards in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Pokemon, sometimes Yu-Gi-Oh, but mostly Magic.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I did it. Uh, I mean, it was what, it was the same year. While well, you were probably way older. Than, no, I mean Pokemon's have been Pokemon cards have been in way longer than just you know <laughs> the two thousands. Um, yeah. Let me see. Um, well, what would you what would you say or like uh, some of the biggest uh, mistakes younger folks make currently? Biggest mistakes my what? Uh, younger people make, like uh, your uh, guys. Uh,
1: um, they think they're valuable. Hmm. They they actually think they're indisposable when they're not. They're actually pretty worthless, and they need to accept that how worthless they are, and then actually start creating value instead of thinking they're already valuable. Hmm. That's probably the number one mistake they make. Right. Another mistake they make is they don't realize that there's no way they're going to be able, like maybe one or two out of 10, you know, younger guys um, will, you know, even be able to screw another girl their age. It's just not going to happen. That's, that's another trap they oh, fall under. Mm-hmm. They also don't understand that they have a responsibility to not live with their parents and have their own transportation, mm-hmm. their own job. They don't understand that either. Right. I just want to, like, sit around.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, um, that's a problem I uh, face a lot within, well, also my society and my, you know, I live in Europe, so... Um, it's, I think, because you talk to King uh, Warrior Magician Lover, right? How at 18 you should probably move out, have a car, you have a job, right? Um, I, I, I got I got that right, but I'm I'm thinking is that isn't that more of a standard in the U.S. I understand how no. th- the bar has been dropped over time, right? Um, but for what I could observe, um, it's way easier getting those things uh, or in a sustainable manner when you're living in the U.S. than or other countries um, in the for that matter. Um, That's not true.
1: That's not true, because other countries, or any country for that matter, should be teaching these things to their sons at like eight, nine, ten years old.
0: Oh yeah, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm like, a, okay, so I'm that not that disagreeing with the age standard. I think that, that standard should be embraced, right? I just think that maybe going into your argument about, uh, you know, two and a half households, how it's basically being uh, almost made that it's uh, impossible to get that, right, in terms of financially just getting that. Or would you why? still? T- uh, why? Because um, <laughs> without a college education, you, for the most part, you can't get uh, an apartment here or a car. Uh, you can't afford that at a young age from a minimum age. Hmm? I don't think that's true at all. Um, I mean, you just read a book. You just read a book
1: and you start a business. It's not hard.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's well, you need to do. just I, I'm, I'm speaking from a, a, not necessarily a business standpoint. I'm speaking from just a purely uh, you're a person, your guy, and you're just doing a minimum wage job. That's not gonna pay for. Well, don't uh, no, do sex. the
1: minimum wage job. You're yeah, yeah you know, I get that, that right? Library.
0: But I get that. But um, in that regard, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest say get a job. It's more like uh, get financially independent. In that regard, right? That's just maybe. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, that's that's. I know that's just a little correction because um, I worked like free jobs for a while right and uh, also doing school and also doing creative work uh, but even then that was not gonna pay for any of those things and uh, well sure maybe if I saved and I did, did those uh, dead end jobs for like you know 10 years maybe but uh, then I'm like well there must be a smarter way than this right that's my only little gripe with that i guess i still believe that, that that bar should be maintained right and that we should motivate people to do that it's just for me um i think that necessity or uh maybe ease in some regard uh is different in the u.s i would say uh, from my perspective but hey uh, i wouldn't know <laughs> anyway i
1: i i guess i wouldn't know either but like the reality of the situation is i don't care what country you're from women are not attracted to a man who is not independent.
0: No, like no, 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 I, I get that. I really, I understand that because, you know, like you said in your anecdote, and I've seen this also in my life, uh, the second that you mentioned car or apartment or shit like that are actually financially independent, uh, you know, attraction it immediately, like their eyes lighten up almost, right? I, I don't, dis- I, it's not that I disagree with that. Uh, I, I can clearly see that and I can s- clearly see how that bar has been lowered over time now. Uh, it's for me, I'm just looking at it like, um... Yeah, sure, but uh, I have to probably go to college for five years to even go above minimum wage because I have looked um, to, to go. You no, know. you don't. Huh? No, you don't. You don't have to do that at all. Like,
1: all you have to do is literally go buy Jeff Walker's book, Launch. Well, i yeah, yeah, I know. I know. In, an in an entrepreneurship,
0: in an entrepreneurship sense, uh, but in a job sense, right? Not in a career or a business sense. Well a job or a career or business, it's
1: all the same, right? You're trying to make money, you're trying to produce more than you consume. That's mm-hmm. like the actual goal. But you you, you allow your European beast like society because guess what? The reason why Europe is referred to as the beast, that's why the woman rides the beast at European Union, you know, Parliament. Mm. Because the woman is the United States. The woman is Lady Liberty. Mm. And we get to sit on your guys' back because you guys are nothing more than cattle, basically. Mm. You mm. Europeans are treated like cattle. You treat each other like cattle. You allow yourselves to be treated like cattle. And well, and that's yep. your lot in life. And, okay. y'all, and y'all think that you, you you go to school, go to college, get a job. Y'all mm. think that that is you know thing. And half our population, or more than half our population here in the United States, have that problem too. And it's getting worse here just but it's like even especially bad in europe i get it that's true but the reality of the situation is is that there's always a better way mm. you don't
0: have to do any of no that. no i you understand completely i ignore it no, yeah. no i i understand there's a different way it's just um if you again it's just that the word of job that i think is uh sure i know the principle of you know producing more than you consume i get that it's more that um, if you say job, people instantly think, oh, okay, you know, go that route. Uh, and then they'll look at every minimum wage job they can find, but still they uh, are in this constant rat race and they feel like nothing you do is enough. And uh, I think that's just a little uh, thing I realized or I've seen from other people as well. Well, but, yeah. well, let's
1: let's examine that for a second. Let's say you go get a minimum wage
0: job, you're going to work for eight hours. What are you
1: doing with the other 12 hours of your time? Like, or 16 hours of your time. You see oh, what I'm saying? Like, you can work your minimum wage job and you can sleep and you can use the other eight hours for reading Launch by Jeff Walker, for mm. example. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's no excuse, dude. There's no excuse. I don't care how bad society is. There is mm. no excuse. Right. And if society really is that bad and you're not willing to lay down your life, you're not willing to potentially die to change it, that's on you. I do you mean that's not really, it? you have to be willing you have to be willing to go to war for like your, e- for for country. no for no, you for yourself that's what you mean for yourself yeah because everything in life is a struggle everything in life is a fight mm-hmm. if you're not willing to fight then you're not going to get anywhere
0: well, like that's it. well, I understand how uh, you should embrace struggling, but <laughs> you said, I think you said this before in another episode, right? And I, I was thinking, huh, well, that's a pretty crusader <laughs> standpoint there, right? That everything is suffering and therefore, you know, everything is struggle. And I understand that suffering is, you know, it's a Christian narrative. Of, yeah,
1: well, you don't know the real the real suffering. The real suffering is is that you fight and then you die, but you don't even get to enjoy the benefit of your own death. That's the real suffering, bro.
0: How do you mean not benefiting from your own? You mean like immortal. Let's something. say
1: you're let's say you're willing to lay down your life and a bunch of other men that you're with are willing to lay down your life and you create a rebellion within your country and you over and you topple the government, but you die in the process. Well, yeah. everyone else has a better future, but you don't because you died. That's yeah. the real
0: tragedy well, of life. Yeah, sure. Um but on there other side, like I think a lot of men are motivated in that regard. Um the there's a was a video I watched about the idea that you're immortal in war and or when you're fighting for something, right? It's a it's a mill idea that they can die in war happily because they did they stood for something they believed in, right? And every every man in that scenario still thinks they're as immortal as they you know see in movies, for example. Um, but not realizing they aren't, right? It's yeah, it. but they're just brainwashed into thinking that because the reality of the situation
1: is is that if World War III broke out right now and then all of a sudden the Russians and the Chinese are invaded in the United States of America and potentially Europe is thrown into war with it and everything, we're all just fighting each other and playing someone else's game. They're not actually really the true enemy. No, the no, true we- enemy is who goaded everybody into the war to begin with. That's the true enemy, also known as the synagogue of Satan. Those hmm. people are the enemy. But not, not, uh, not, uh, you know, like, like seriously, like, yeah, if, you know, Russians and Chinese are invading here in the United States, you better believe, you know, I'm definitely going to be putting a bullet in them, you know, Mm -hmm. as like on the battlefield defending my homeland. But even Mm -hmm. though I realize at the end of the day, they're not here because you know it's like this traditional war thing. They're here because they've been ma- manipulated into being here, or we're mm. over there because we've been manipulated into being over there. That's right. the actual problem. That's the actual well, tragedy.
0: Yeah, I understand, but wouldn't you say that's always been the case uh, in, in war or any conflict between nations? No, not 100% of them,
1: no, but definitely all three world wars, the two that we've had and the, two,
0: and the one that's about to happen. Mm. All right or anything else you want to say on that? Well, I mean,
1: yeah, like, seriously, read Gustave Le Bon's book, The Crowd, and then read his protege, Edward Bernays' book, Propaganda, and -hmm. then read The Madness of Crowds by uh, Douglas Murray. Mm -hmm. They'll give you a completely different uh, perspective on geopolitics.
0: Well, I do have my interest in geopolitics, that's why I bring up, well, don't you think that's the, kind of been the case always, because uh, there always been, there's always been uh, propaganda or manipulation within a society. Uh, within, well,
1: I mean, even, within, even the United States existing came from that. Like, people don't realize that Benjamin Franklin in league with Samuel Adams, who led the Sons of Liberty, actually, you know, the Boston Massacre was a false flag. Mm. it was it was it's bullshit the entire narrative is bullshit and the sons of liberty were the ones who fired the first shot at lexington and concord to start the war Mm. like the sons of liberty by definition were a terrorist organization i mean seriously they're no different than the ira you know like a lot of people don't realize that but that's literally what the united states is actually built on it's Mm. actually built on You know, everyone's like, you know, oh freedom this, freedom that. But you have to understand Benjamin Franklin was had a monopoly on media. He was Mm -hmm. the USA's first media mogul Mm -hmm. and he ran all of it. Like it you know, he he was CNN in those days. Right. He was the propaganda. So yeah, I mean sure, all the way back to the seventeen hundreds you could you could trace that but like in the 1600s and the 1500s, the 1400s, going back even further than that, not so much. You didn't really start seeing that kind of psychological warfare happening until the 1700s. And it was Benjamin Franklin that began to, the process of perfecting it. And then Gustave Le Bon and then, then Bernays, they perfected it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've seen a couple of those uh, that you mentioned. Um, and... I can see that and how that uh, that Freudian or uh, Jungian stuff got applied way more over time and especially in media. Um, but I would say that there has always been in that type, well maybe not this type of conflict but every political system uh, has some type of psychological warfare I would say. That's just regardless of media or not I would say in that... Um, they will always use different tactics in that regard to uh, manipulate the, uh, the masses because otherwise you don't have control, right? That's just a... Well, sure.
2: hmm
0: Even Hitler
1: had to burn the Reichstag and blame it on the opposition to come to power. hmm Even, you know, even um, even the British had to be tricked into shooting uh, innocent colonists in order for the revolution to begin.
2: hmm
1: So, you know, the British didn't actually want to kill those colonists but they were goaded into it they you know they were, their hand was forced it's a false flag it's bullshit just like the Reichstag burning is a false flag it's bullshit mm. just like Pearl Harbor bombing is a false flag it's bullshit just like 9-11 it's bullshit
0: <laughs> we're getting in conspiratorial waters here <laughs> nothing conspiratorial about
1: it that's a fact
0: in a yeah in a how would you say s- societally appropriate definition <laughs>
1: Well, that's the thing. That's that's the point. What's socially appropriate is Bernese's propaganda in everyone's heads. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all it is. Like, you you actually think you know something about the world. You don't. And you know, what's funny. Like, I've noticed like Europeans all have that point of view, because in my experience, Europeans are like the people who drink the Kool-Aid way faster than everybody else. And it's really frustrating to me. Europeans just seem to be like the least interested in revolution. They well, really just don't. They just yeah. don't want to go that far. Well, and they well, I maybe wish
0: they would. Well, a little counter argument to that. Um, maybe for the last since the EU exists. Um, but before that, like I don't know if you know <laughs> the history of, of wars between like the European nations. But it's it's got kind of a bit of bloodbath for the most part, and a lot of revolutions. Oh, sure, are, yeah, yeah, but I am talking about the
1: European Union, definitely. Right. Well,
0: then I wouldn't and say Europeans, I would say you know, the EU and the current state of it uh, as a nuance, but that that's just me. Um, yeah. Anyway. The
1: European uh, Union ain't going away anytime soon.
0: Like It's hmm. its going
1: to keep going and eventually it will be the most powerful entity on the earth. Well, I don't hope so.
0: I mean, I've, I've seen, um, there's this one historian on uh, YouTube and he predicts that in the... I think the 2040s or 20 yeah, something 2040s that basically all the European nations will be dissolved into one bigger nation, uh, and it's just going to be called NATO or well the EU, something like that. Um, yeah, and I guess see, it's a high likelihood that will happen probably unless like, yeah, it's what I, yeah, it's unless it's what I'm unless some about. bigger conflict uh, arises that uh, separates it again. Um, but yeah, I, I could I could see more how uh, within Europe itself, there's a lot of um, almost like cultural assimilation, where they try to just melt all the cultures together, you know? I mean, in the US they also do it in a kind of comical way. Um, but. It, they really, like, especially in Europe, like the, the, you know, the the history of America, it's so fucking short, it's, it's like nothing, right? But you look at Europe, it's like fucking thousands of years of, of conflict and, and, and history there. And to reduce that into one nation, I think it's just, well, absolutely stupid, because um, I do care about culture and I care about maintaining those values. And I think it's um, very unwise to do that. I think if that actually assimilates it to a bigger nation, that's probably gonna fall apart very quickly yeah so, that's, that's
1: why that's why all the uh, african-americans were murdered at black wall street in tulsa and it's really for that reason it's why malcolm x was claiming that all african-americans should just move to new hampshire and take over the state
0: yeah, get their own nation
1: <laughs> yeah have their own black mayors their black mm-hmm. senators black representatives yeah, black governors, black but, everything black mm-hmm. state
0: yeah but um and he was killed for it Yeah, I saw another uh, standpoint by that historian who who said that, basically, within Western culture, um, the idea of harm is uh, incredibly reduced right now, right? That's why, well, maybe that's the reason why we don't want revolution. Um, Because, you know, everything is about, okay, you shouldn't get hurt, you shouldn't hurt somebody physically or emotionally. So therefore, uh, and especially in, in the, maybe that's what you mean by the European nations, um, in that regard, is that they don't want harm at all, and everybody has to be safe, and everybody has to be like 90, right? And nobody should die. Basically, uh, I can see that, right? Where everybody needs to be helped. I'm like, no. Sometimes people need to figure their shit out, right? Sometimes, um, you know, death is necessary. I don't mean that in a you know go, on, go and commit guys genocide. Like cattle,
1: mm-hmm. are being treated like cattle, and you are treating yourselves like cattle well like
0: i wouldn't cattle. devalue that completely list saying that but um there are being sort of things done that are not ethical and
1: uh, well the uh, the synagogue of satan refers to anyone who is not like them as goyim which translates into cattle yeah okay probably. so yeah what do you, i mean what do you want me to say that, that that those are the elite those are the people who are at like Like, you think Bezos and Musk are like the richest men in the world? They're not. The richest people in the world
0: have trillions. They don't Mm -hmm. have trillions. You see what I'm saying? At that that point, it shouldn't be about money, right? That's what I'm thinking, at least. It's more about, you know, we know, etc. But that's going into the... They don't
1: have any real power. You know, there's Mm -hmm. there's no real power. And the people who actually do have real power are the ones who are looking at us like cattle. Mm -hmm. And they treat us like cattle. They right. Vaccinate us like cattle. Right. Like, look at it this way: you have the Bretton Woods Agreement, right? And because of that, that came out after World War II. Mm. And because they never wanted World War II, another World War to happen again, why? Not because of the bloodshed, not because of the economic collapse. They didn't care about that. They mm. cared about the fact that after World War II there was a baby boom. Okay. It scared them. Okay. They don't
0: New want people. another baby boom. Okay, yeah, revolution. Movie. Yeah, translation. Yeah.
1: So the problem, the problem with that is, is that well, you know, let's get everyone vaccinated. Now there's evidence to suggest that these COVID vaccines are reducing fertility. Potentially mm. even providing uh, immunodeficiency, which is reducing people's mm. lifespan. So you have reduced fertility, reduced lifespan as a result of vaccines. Mm. You have, what, 70 to 80% adoption by the population in Western society, including the United States of America. Mm. Okay, great. We can have World War III now. Mm. Bretton Woods Agreement expires this year. We don't have to, we can have a world war now because we don't mm. have to be afraid of a baby boom anymore. Right. And, it, and in comes the bloodshed. That's mm. our future.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> to not to get too doomer here, because um, that's that's a thing I noticed a lot. We, you talk a lot about problems, but uh, what would you say the main remedy would be for that? Is it just masculinity? and uh, uh, Literally getting, masculinity. And, and, and uh, getting fatherlessness, actually, you know? Out of the way yeah, I mean, say what, that's are the, solution? what are these
1: people afraid of the most? What What are the elite afraid of more than anything? Another yeah. Hitler. They don't want another Hitler on their hands. Mm-hmm. And you, you can even argue that the National Socialist movement was a uncontrolled, unfettered form of masculinity. Basically, is right. very masculine, mm-hmm. and masculinity being the source of anything like Hitler coming back that could possibly threaten the existence of the elite. They have to make sure that masculinity masculinity is as stifled as possible Mm. so that they could never run that risk of ever happening again. Mm. You know, like most people assume that Hitler was this person who like just was this major racist and like hates all Jews. Mm. When if you actually read his book, Mein Kampf, he's not talking about Jews in general. He's talking about Jewish banksters. Mm. that's what he's talking about right he was actually he's ti parent he's pretty specific about who he had problems with Mm -hmm. like for example how rothschild like you know collapsed the british sterling that's who he had a problem with Mm mm-hmm and how that destroyed everyone's lives in
0: the future. Right. You well, know. well, another another fact people seem to overlook um, of that time, I think, is that uh, guess what? Most people were pretty fucking racist. <laughs> no, not, okay, not, I, I couldn't they say for, were. Uh, they were. They yeah, were. They didn't like you know they didn't like minority groups. They didn't like uh, certain religions. Uh, and yeah. another thing um, with considering uh, Stalin, because people look at that's always a thing. I kind of get pissed off about is like people look at Hitler like, oh man, that, that that's a bad dude. Uh, and then they look at like Mao and Stalin and they're like, oh, well, they were fine. They, they wanted equality, but it just yeah, got yeah. out of hand. Like, uh, no, uh, actually, if Stalin lived another couple years, I mean, it was kind of a rumor, um, he would, well, there were plans, I think. Um, he, would, he would also uh, evacuate the Jews or, or evacuate, uh, <laughs> exterminate the Jews and uh, Mao killed way more people. Uh, and I'm not saying, oh, well, he killed more people. So therefore, <laughs> he He's justified or he's okay but it, it's funny to me how that's always overlooked right and maybe that's going into what you're saying about you know Hitler was a masculine figure in that and uh while Mao and uh Stalin were more like well even though they were guys uh, it was a motherly figure right like it was a communism is like kind of a, mo- a motherly idea of uh helping everybody and um equality among all right and that's that's, that's easier to swallow for most people or uh, to understand and uh you know Uh, get that feminine idea than saying okay we should just be our own nation we should just embrace our own strength right that's that's way harder for people to digest i think well sure
1: but i mean you can read animal farm by george orwell and you know it's like some people are more equal than others you know like people at the top are the ones who gain that that thing like honestly like it's really just this standard you know uh you know people want to run to the feminine but they need to get out of the cave like you know Plato's allegory of the cave get mm-hmm. out of the cave and get into the hot searing sunlight mm-hmm. so you can actually be strong enough to live mm-hmm. so you're gonna be stuck in the cave you know like this like the like socialist europe you know mm-hmm. y'all are in the
0: cave and oh yeah i don't agree with the, the socialists going to that cave yeah i i so, don't i don't agree with the this um how you describe it uh, especially in my country it's uh that we have a, um, how is it called? It's basically, it's it's literally called a safety net uh, system. So every time, you know, you say you fuck up in your life, uh, well, it's basically like uh, welfare, right? But it's really well done here in terms of, I say well done, but I just mean, basically you can live like luxury, even if you're not doing anything right like i have family members or friends or shit like that who who just don't do anything they're just literally a lazy ass you know like like you described with the entp and uh they're just getting free money and uh, it's also a thing like about pension i get like yeah a, easy get,
1: mm-hmm. it's gonna be easy it's gonna be so easy to conquer those people when the russians and the chinese come it's gonna be so easy to <laughs> conquer them
0: well a little little sc demon there i can notice <laughs> yeah like honestly my is
1: like idiots Idiots.
0: I mean, Idiots. you know, on another side, I have every trickster, but I'm still thinking, like, maybe on the moral level, like, well, there's still people, right? And sure, you could say, well, they're not doing anything, but, you know, there's still human lives, so and I value human life. No, don't take it up with the people. Take it up with your government.
1: Like, even the Chinese recently, the Chinese leadership recently said that. You know, they're tired of like all the men turning into soy boys and now mm-hmm. like all of a sudden they care about masculinity more than anything. It's because yeah, they well, realize in s- order to go to war, they're going to need to have it.
0: Yeah, I well, understand. I'm, I'm just saying those people are still people. I'm, I'm, I know that the problem mostly lies within, well, certain facilities. I'm not going to blame one group because I think that's uh, shallow thinking in that regard. Um, Agreed. Um, so but I, I still value them as people, right? When you're actually on a one-to-one with somebody, I notice at least over time that, you know, I, st- I still have a moral stance on that. I, I don't think you can, I'm not saying you are doing that, by the way, for just for context, um, but, but just disregarded, it like, well, whatever. Um, that's that's their fault, that's on them. I, I think, you know, people. everybody controls their destiny in some sense, but, you know, people just need to be informed, I think. That's the biggest, um, Obstacle a lot of the time. If you're actually informed about masculinity or stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you'll you'll embrace it and actually live like that, right? Look, all you're doing is leading
1: people to water, but they still have to choose to drink.
0: Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that's yeah. I know. I I, I've learned that. Um, you know, if people sometimes I talk about these subjects and sometimes uh, people reject it, I'm like, hey, that's your choice, man. Uh, And I don't value that person any less. I'm just like, that's their choice, right? That's their life. Uh, and that's alright. And I can deal with, I can live with that, right? As long as my existence right. still, um, how would you say, corresponds with my uh, soul or heart, right? I think that's very important in
1: Yeah, but what do you do when your soul and your heart has been shaped by Bernaysian propaganda? That's my point.
0: Yeah, well, I, understa- I understand, I hope- but but that's, you know, that, that's, uh, how do you ex- how explain this? There's always, you can always have to think, well, okay, you're out of the cave, but who says this is another cave, right? So
1: no, it's not bad. It's more of like you need to constantly be checking your ego investments
0: because yeah, no, I understand. Really- you, know, that, you know, I I I, tr- I try to uh, okay, I said a little abstract maybe, but I m- I meant that. Um, never think that you're fully out of the cave in the, uh, kind of what you were saying right like always quite like always question your ego investment always question what you believe always uh recheck and go deeper right and that's really yeah. what i try to maintain and really and i think that comes down to humility um, humility humility um in that regard because i never say well i'm smart or i know a lot of things i'm like well i know some things you know i'm a, i don't maintain the mantra of of socrates of like i don't know nothing because um, i think that statement of itself is kind of false because if you say i don't know nothing you're kind of contradicting yourself because how can you know nothing? You know those words, right? Sure, that's kind of specific and concrete. But you know what I mean? Like, I would say I know some things, uh, yet I'm still learning. That's that's a better approach, I think, to it. Um, but that's just me. <laughs> well, sure, but everything we know can change yeah. instantly. Yeah, sure, but you still retain the assumption uh, that some things are true. And, I mean, otherwise you can't move, right? You can't live. Otherwise, I can't speak these words, I'm saying right now. It's, uh, it, it devolves very quickly into nihilism if, if you say that everything um, could be changed in terms of definition or nothing holds any true uh, meaning in the greater scheme. Like you have to make some assumptions and I'm not saying uh, you shouldn't look for more answers and just be ignorant in that regard. I'm just saying, well, ultimately you have to assume things. Ultimately things are subjective. Therefore, um, you can live with those assumptions, and you tr- you try to look for the most objective answer, whatever objective means, right? At least that's how I look at it. Certainly. All right. Well, <laughs> that was a lot on that topic. <laughs> um, maybe on another. Uh, this uh, there was uh, a question by. Uh, I think somebody from your team, or uh, (laughs) you may guess who this is from. Uh, And uh, she asked, um, what would you say is the best dynamic for a relationship with one guy and three women or slash a harem? (laughs) Go. Um, well,
1: it just depends on, you know, from a wisdom point of view. I think one of the best examples uh, for that is, like, if you read the book, The Red Tent, which is what we've had the women's group read,
0: uh, mm-hmm. traditionally. Mm-hmm. But, is that actually? Ex- oh, sorry, you know, uh, sorry to interrupt you here, but, like, is that fiction or non-fiction? Because I, I haven't looked into it. It's historical fiction. Oh, all right. Okay, go on.
1: So, um but it's based on like how culture used to be right 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 right. a long time ago Mm -hmm. but i mean like it just depends like if you're going to have a harem like they all need to have like their own place and then you just oscillate between each of those places but you also have to have your own place apart from all of them okay you have to have a sanctuary that you can always retreat to yourself always and because oh sorry uh uh-huh
0: I I, I was going to ask, but uh, I'll let you finish first, or, well, I'll let you finish that thought. Um, How would that translate into, like, modern day, basically?
1: Well, you have your own home or your own place to be, and Mm -hmm. then they have their own apartments or homes, and you could be paying for them, or maybe they could be working. It depends if they're raising children. Uh, If they're having children, I recommend that they stay a stay-at-home mom uh, in the apartment that you're basically paying for raising your Mm -hmm. child there. Mm-hmm. And then you visit them from time to time, you go visit another one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Right. And, and they all have to understand that your time and your attention and your resources are privileges. Mm-hmm. So and the you, second they disrespect
0: they're... you, that's revoked. Those, those privileges are revoked mm-hmm. instantly. It's that simple. Alright. You know? um. Going into that a bit, um, I've seen some uh, people who had a polyamorous lifestyle, right? Uh, or or select well, sp- polyamorous, or polygamous. Polygamous is that, is that correct? Uh, what the guy has multiple women, right? Is
1: that correct? Yeah, but they are the the women are um, committed to him, but he's not. He can have as many sexual relationships as he wants, but they can't
0: very clear yeah yeah I, I, well I, I, okay areas. okay sure most people don't do that exactly um, but, but basically well people who have let's say you know multiple a guy has multiple female partners let's put it like that right and if there's yeah. actual that committal part you talked about um that's that's let's disregard that for now um they have said that um it's very hard to maintain right in terms of having multiple people you oscillate between would you say that's 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 true or you know those people are full of shit like (laughs) how would you
1: it's easier to maintain actually a lot easier like for example Mm -hmm. let's say you're with one woman and like you have children with her but she doesn't like the idea of you seeing another woman but then she stay at home mom, she doesn't work, you know, mm-hmm. like whatever. She's completely dependent on you. Like it is what it is. Yeah. But then you have another relationship with another girl and she'd be like, oh, you cheat, you cheat. And I'm like, yeah, but like men, like there's no such thing as cheating in Judaism, the oldest religion in the world. Like mm-hmm. think about that, you know, like not for men, but it's right. for women.
0: Oh, that's a double standard. Like get over it. Hmm. It's, it's, <laughs> it's well, that's, that's not always very helpful when you argue with somebody about this, just saying when you just say, Well get well, over it. It's just, it's the difference in the it's the
1: difference in the genders. Like, um but then like then you have a baby with another girl, and then all of a sudden those children are like brother and sister, and then that relationship needs to be maintained. This is how women this is one of the ways that women learn tribe and love self with their mm-hmm. femininity. Because all of a sudden it's not about them anymore. Right. It's actually about the children. So yeah so it actually ends up becoming easier to maintain over time a lot easier
0: all right okay well because because i again i've seen some people who say well it's actually hard to maintain but maybe they lack that element you talked about where it's okay these are like my rules and the second you disrespect them like those privileges are revoked maybe they were yeah pulling their uh, man too much right demanding too much self attention well uh, the and man theref- needs to have yeah. absolute power absolute power in terms of finance oh
1: god you just you
0: just pissed off so many people
1: (laughs) i really don't care
0: yeah i know i know you don't but still still i'm pointing it out
1: absolute power and it's very easy for a man to have absolute power um Mm -hmm. in a relationship like they just have to be
0: educated on how to do it right so i am educating them so so yeah so you mean like you know the kim warrior mission lover archetype and uh, for, no, it's not just that, but also legal acumen, to know what you can or can't Oh, do yeah, yeah, yeah. was, well, I was getting into that. I, mean, I just mean, like, in a relationship way, in a legal way, in a uh, financial way, in all those uh, regards, right? Um, yeah. Hmm, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I've talked about, again, I've talked about um, some women in my life about this, right? And I notice... One thing, though, um, older women, uh, strangely enough, can... Uh, tolerate what I'm saying more than younger women. Of course, I mean, not, not that's not that strange, but you know what I mean, right? I notice with you know women my age or uh, around that they get so pissed off. As so I was, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I've t- t- told the story before, but like there was this um, one INTJ uh, girl, right? Like pr- pretty young, and. Um, I started talking about subjects like this, right? And I I wasn't even going as far as we're we're discussing now, right? I just discussed um, feminine and masculine energy. And the second I said masculine energy, she just fucking flipped on me. She was like, how dare you talk about masculinity? And that's not actually true. It's all on the spectrum. I'm like, what the fuck were you? uh, I was was trying to you know, maintain myself. I was like, okay, how do you mean? Right, I was trying to gauge my ETP, try to ask her questions, but she was not having it. And and I had like two ENFPs sitting next to me, right, and they were just keep initiating, and they were just fueling, you know, this flame, <laughs> <laughs> appropriately with the heart temple, right. Um, I don't know. I, I just yeah. know. It. I, I think it's, uh, yeah. I, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't. For, for those more masculine women, they just can't deal with that. I notice. Like I just, I try to avoid it when speaking to them. I I don't know if that's wiser.
1: Yeah, I mean. You can be with the masculine woman. It's just as long as you maintain absolute power. It doesn't matter. The mm-hmm. woman can't really do anything to you. What is it, What's? What's the worst you have? You just withdraw. Right. You just change. Have a change of scenery. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh crap. You know, I had it really good when he was around. You know, mm-hmm. and then it just becomes a, a retelling of the prodigal son at that point. Uh-huh. It's like seriously, what is she actually going to do? What is she going to do? She's gonna go get with some beta cuck? Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. She's gonna go ruin her life? Yeah, sure. She's gonna go be a hoe? She's gonna go choose to be an adulteress? Great, that's on her. Mm-hmm. And that's her reducing her own value. That's her choice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, biblically, Jesus said if you divorce your wife, then you're turning her into an adulteress. And that's because sexuality is a woman's only actual true agency. Mm. Men don't give a damn about their job or their income or their career. Oh, yeah. And if they do, <laughs> they're just beta cucks. Mm. But, it, you know, the reality is real men don't care. And because mm-hmm. of that, you know, like, you know, that's why sexuality is actually their only real agency. And then right. when they no longer are fertile, then they have to learn how to become utilitarian. I mean, Benjamin Franklin talked about this in his treatise that he wrote to uh, son. his son mm-hmm. Advice to a Young Man on How to Get a Mistress or right. Choice of a Mistress. Like, read that because it's accurate. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people just can't handle their ego investments about masculine and feminine, you know, being challenged in this manner. But right. this is the truth. So like uh, oh, sorry. men just don't care, you know. Mm-hmm. So like I've even I've, I've told women in my life, it's like, look, like you want my attention. Well, you better hope than that. No other woman comes into my life that treats me better than you do. Hmm. You know, like, because it's like, because here's the thing, like, this is how I live my life. and This really pisses me off. But like, from a biblical point of view, it's like, people just need to understand that women were actually made for men, not the other way around. Mm. Like, that's what people need to understand. Right. Like, that is, that is like, at the base level of creation. And, you know, people are like, oh, well, I'm not a Christian. Like, I don't care if you're not a Christian. Oh, I'm not a, I'm not a Jew. I don't care if you're not a Jew. Like, mm. like, you can even say if you're Muslim, like, like, read the Quran, like, it's there. Like. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, like the feminine will just be a chaotic force of just death and destruction at the end, unless the masculine is present and only then life can exist. Mm. But the thing is, withdraw the masculine. that's the thing, like men realize, like they just don't know how much power they have just by withdrawing because Mm -hmm. they're taking the masculine away from that area. And then it just turns into chaos and the women realize they're living in chaos. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. I want him back
0: would you, would you always come back would you say that that's always uh, I mean I read some you know pickup uh, pickup artistry books you recommended and they also say well the second well I notice at least when I'm going out or whatever uh, or picking up women um, it's uh, when I like give the least shit in the situation that's when they give me the most attention. It's, it's so weird, yeah. right? It's like literally when I'm not even looking them in the eye, that's like when they're like, oh my God, this guy is amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even try, you know what I mean? It's like when you're just in your own, uh, it's like what they talk about in the Red Bull Community with frame, right? If you're just in your own frame, in your own Head basically. I mean, you know, they're not like you know, yeah. uh, they they just they're like, Oh my god, this guy is like magnetic, like well, I don't know what it is. Um, I, I don't know, I think that's pretty cool. Um, and uh, I mean it's that's something I talked about in the previous episode, right? Like it's it's that thing you talked about where you know EMPs uh come to you like f- uh, flies to a zapper, right? When you're just there, and I was recently at a party and I was just literally standing there, right? And just this ENFP just walked up to me and started talking to me for two hours. And, and I was like, What the fuck? Like I was in my head going like Chase, goddamn like why are you right about this
1: <laughs> yeah well <laughs> it was funny i yeah like uh, i mean going back to what you said about you know in a polygynous situation how do you make it sustainable like your frame is your home your as a man you need your sanctuary your mm-hmm. space there's male space there's female space but then there's also your space and uh-huh. no one can be there unless you invite them that's yeah. really like what signals to women that you're a king Right, I mean, you need to be treated that way.
0: It's basically there's you no would, such thing. Yeah, there's no
1: such thing as our space.
0: Oh yeah, well, I don't there's like there, that either. <laughs> our space. There is no such
1: thing as our space. Mm-hmm. No such thing. There's no such thing as ours. It's a shared relationship. <laughs> there's no such thing as shared. No, that's yeah. not how it works. Right. And if people think that, you're a loser right you're gonna be miserable
0: so you're gonna be unhappy yeah i I, um put it in a in my head because i'm you know i'm decently creative i would say um i have my passions and i was thinking like well you know you can have all these people around your life but sometimes at the end of the day you just gotta go back to your you know your little art gallery and, and work on something and just have, leave nobody in and just focus because, um, you know, otherwise it's just constant distractions and you're never in your own head, basically, right? You're never reflecting on things truly with yourself, right? And you yeah. could elaborate that with the the anima energy of women, like, trying to, you know, disperse your order. Uh, maybe that's relating to what you're saying. Um, they're trying to disperse that uh, focus you're, you're trying to get, right? They're trying to knock down the door, basically. Um, but yeah, you, 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 uh, like what you're saying, um, if you actually truly uh, are that orderly force, that animus energy, um, then you don't allow anyone there. And, and, and that's the rule. And the second you try knocking the door down, well, you know, <laughs> you, you just remove it, right? You remove it out of your head. You know, for me, that would be in a more super ego way. Like, okay, you're gone. Um, but you know, for you, it would be changing your environment. Is that correct? Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Change your environment because in order for a man to have absolute power in a relationship, he has to exercise his options.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, do, do you still want to elaborate on the top on this topic? Because uh, I have some uh, <laughs> other things. <laughs> no, I'm fine. All right. Um, so, I've uh, maybe you have seen him in the chats in the Discord server, but i I've, I've, I've been talking a bit with personality analysts, and you talked about. Um, I don't know if I can disclose this, otherwise we'll just cut it, <laughs> but um, sure. the you said that in an FE trickster sense, you basically have to have a ROI idea when you're interacting with somebody, right? Is that correct? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Personality Analyst kind of took this really literally and he made uh, an ROI system <laughs> where you put in a score. Um, So he was making that and uh, we were discussing it and he basically gave uh, a zero to four or a minus, uh, or a, yeah, a zero to minus four in terms of the actions uh, a, a person committed and he calculated that with sexual ma- market value, what type of relationship that is. And um, then at the end of it, you get a certain score, uh, an ROI score, right? Where you put input versus output. Uh, and from there, you get a, basically, you get your uh, thing about, well, is the relationship a blessing or is it a curse, right? Or, well, something somewhere exactly. in between. Yeah. Um, what would you would you say that's that's well a do you think that's cool (laughs) i think it's really cool uh i think it's fantastic yeah and 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 b um i don't know well would you would you want to elaborate that or uh yeah no that's
1: that's really what it comes down to like if you're gonna have a relationship with women like you have to see like some of them will be blessing to some of them be a curse you need to cut the curses away and Mm -hmm. give all your attention to the blessings right really what it comes down to a blessing is defined as you get more out of it than what you put in a curse Mm -hmm. is when you get less out of it than what you put in and right. that's literally how men need to see women. Mm-hmm. Literally in that. Mm-hmm. And the more feminine... So, everybody got, has to be F.I. Trickster. E. More... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not... It's
0: no, not I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: <laughs> I was even talking about this with someone earlier today, but like, I was like, I got F.I. Trickster. It took my whole life to realize that I need to realize that the FI function is the investment function, and I invest in other people, regardless of the, whether or not I'm aware of it or not. Which yeah, is by trickster, just by action. And that investment has to have reverse uh, return on investment in some capacity. Mm. It has to. And if it doesn't, then those people are abusing me. And then if I allow them to stay in my life because I'm an FE user, mm. then I'm codependent. Mm-hmm. You see, and then right. I'm just abusing myself at that point.
0: Well, can't uh, happen. Okay, looking at from the other side, though, because I'm uh, thinking about that, is, well, you're saying if you get more out of it, right? Um, but wouldn't the other person, if they're applying the same rules, Um, wouldn't they feel manipulated in that regard or taken advantage of when you're getting more, they're putting more in than they're getting out. Wouldn't they say, well, I don't want this relationship anymore. Isn't, isn't there a date? Well,
1: yeah, if, if that was actually happening, sure. But here's the thing though, because the genders themselves are complementary between men and women, Mm -hmm. they are actually blessings to each other simultaneously. The problem is, is that due to female solipsism being enabled by society, by Western society especially, Mm -hmm. um, the women, the the men are expected to be a blessing, while the women are allowed to be a curse.
0: Mm. Okay, and and, and you would say, well, okay, reversing that, when would you say that the man is a curse? Uh, Basically, when masculinity is taken too far. Huh? Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, it's no, not really, no, not when masculinity is taken too far. It's mostly, um, idealism or not. Yeah, it's basically idealism. Yeah. Right. When idealism becomes a huge problem. Mm. And then they, and then they cover contract afterwards. it's kind of like that INTP that lit himself on fire at the capital steps as outlined in the rational male volume three. Mm-hmm. That's literally what that is. Right. There's nothing masculine about
0: that. Mm hmm so but but go, 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 I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this a little bit so you say they're expected to be a blessing but but by b- being that blessing they have to be in an idealistic sense right or is that incorrect that's no, incorrect okay how are how they expected produces, to be a blo- oh sorry a man who produces
1: more than he consumes and his king energy does not make him a beta Mm-hmm.
0: It just makes him a blessing. Oh, so you mean expecta- Okay, it to be a blessing in the regard of being a, a mature masculine male? You mean in that regard? Yes. Where you're basically, or yeah, sigma male, which you sometimes describe, yes. something like that, right? That's the that's the blessing version. That's what guys are expected to be, yet uh, women can be, yes. you know, whatever. That's what you're describing. Yes. Yeah, because I, I thought you were describing the ideal is, oh, you're a provider and that's the blessing, right? So I flipped it. Well, (laughs) glad we cleared that up. Um, Okay, cool. Me too. (laughs) Um,
1: Let me see. Um... That was a great question, though. It's my favorite question you've asked so far.
0: Oh. <laughs> Thanks. It, well, it took a lot of time for uh, personality analysts, and I've I, I, uh, we have a little. Oh, you said we are in competition. I don't think we're in competition. I love the dude. I think he's a he's a fantastic guy guy to talk with. So, if you're listening to this, bro, I love you. Um, you know. Uh, oh yeah. I Also, I don't think had- I've ever met him. Huh? I'm not sure if I ever met him. Well, he's in a chat a lot, right? As so I used to school, you oh well, Oh,
1: I'm I, glad yeah. he's here. I remember in the old Discord, Eric Thor was in the chat,
0: and then he told me to F off,
1: basically, and then now he's doing hit pieces on me.
0: Oh, oh well... We can we can go into that but when we're when we're done recording about some <laughs> it's other
1: uh... fine, it's fine like I I like the hit pieces because what people don't realize about the hit pieces is that they draw so
0: much, much attention people, yeah that
1: people that people end up seeking me out and they end up watching the videos and they like they're true fan engines they create true fans for me uh-huh. and, and like and they're like oh keep the hate coming yeah they're like oh it wait me money
0: yeah like oh wait you this know? guy is actually like, kind of making sense <laughs> a little bit
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like you see those infps oh c.s joseph is a piece of crap or because you know eric thor told me and then three months later they they see one of my catchy clickbaity titles they click <laughs> on it and they watch it and then all of a sudden oh gee he's actually right
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> well
0: well i got I, I them their,
1: their, yeah. their, their treachery vice comes in and then they betray poor eric thor and then now they belong to me
0: <laughs> they belong to me. Nice fi- one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: High five, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I give them, I, I can forgive them in that regard because I'm like, well, you know, in some regard, uh, INFp's take. You know they're controlling in that regard, and that uh, they need to take their time with their beliefs. I, I notice at least, you know, after to belief. Really it's not a bad thing. No, it's no, no, really that, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like
1: to protect that inferior function, but that's the thing. Like I never give up on them, and I also, if you look about it, if you think about it, I give. Way more attention than any of the other 16 types. Most people think I give ENTPs, INTJs, INTPs, INFJs the most attention, but it's actually the INFPs. Really? If you actually look at, it, if you actually calculate the total minutes produced for INFP related content, you'll see that they have the most.
0: <laughs> well, that's also because you're. Uh, is that really because you care, or is it because you like to, you know, rag on them? I'm just joking here a bit, but you know, is that is does your SED kind of enjoy it though? Honestly in part uh oh it
1: oh it always enjoys <laughs> everybody. but the thing is though is that if i don't give them that additional time yeah like they're not gonna feel special enough to bother to listen their ti is really deep bro
0: yeah well yeah I've, I've noticed i've well that's always so weird for me right because nfp has always seem so well, you know, stereotypically cutesy and, you know, um, well, they're ultimately the cutest, right? Um, but then they sh- just show this side the second you don't agree with their beliefs and you're like, whoa, okay, I didn't know this existed. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, bro. I mean, I kind of have to say with INFJs, where I'm like, for me, INFJs on the service, right? They look like very normal and, and a lot of people like them, I notice, um, if they're a little more on the ESTP side, right? Um, But for me, I think the INFJs are the scariest type because once that ISTJ uh, superego shows once and they go from, oh, well, I'm bubbly and well, quote unquote stereotypically, right? I'm all uh, about right. affiliate. and the second they go, f- well, is it pragmatic? No, it's not pragmatic. They go uh, super ego mode. I'm like, holy shit, where did this come from? You know, I mean, they look at like uh, Griffith and Berserk, right? Just full on massacre. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> how did this happen? Um, I, do, I do like INFJs, though. I've, I've grown to love them more because I've I've done some shitty things uh, to some INFJs and I really regret it. And um, that's why I'm trying to make up for it. Right.
1: Yeah, certainly, certainly, um, it's just that like a lot of people just made, they, they don't give each other enough room to be human, especially oh, right. in this day and age. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, sorry, like mm-hmm. even my own personal growth, it's like some guy posted on the take a bullet for me video that I shot years and years ago, you mm-hmm. know, for women. He's like, oh, this sounds like, you know, blue pill cuck bullshit, you know, and I'm like, I, I, in his comment, and then I responded to him, I'm like, you're right, it is, but hmm. why don't you ever like allow YouTubers to grow? Check the dates, dude. Oh, right. De- they, like, everyone wants to rush to judgment instead of actually trying to understand.
0: Hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's literally that Kanye line, right, in uh, Hurricane, like, everybody's so judgmental, (laughs) but I don't judge, you know, um, also ETP, right? (laughs) I thought it was, uh, I I like Kanye more and more because, sure, he's just a celebrity or whatever the fuck, but um, at least I can tell he's trying to be sincere, right? And he's trying, he's not putting on a show and he's not following a lot of rules, like he's saying... Uh, you know, for example, like not taking his meds, right? He's like, I'm not taking my meds anymore. I'm, I'm the real me, right? Which is a very sincere statement and actually very, I would say, vulnerable, right? right? But but then like uh, Pete Davidson reacted with that like, bro, just take your meds. And I'm like, no, like why? Like, I guess that's what you're talking about with the indoctrination, right? It's like, no, don't take your fucking meds. You know, drink your tap yeah. water. I'm like, no, don't think, think about it for a sec. Cause, cause for him, he noticed his creativity dipped. He was getting fatter. He was getting unhealthy. And it's like, oh, I realized like this has negative effects on me. Maybe I should stop doing this thing that people are telling me to do, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I think that's really respectable that he-
1: uh, Well, it also comes from, you know, one of the laws of power despise the free lunch. If you guys actually think drinking tap water is healthy, mm. you might want to consider reading that law of power. Right.
0: Well, yeah, people will just look at you like, oh, yeah, they'll do that thing like, oh, don't drink your tap water. Uh, 5G is destroying your brain. And the uh, 9-11 was a hoax, right? Like, and then they'll label that as, oh, you're just a crazy conspiracy theorist. Which, uh, you know, in a, in a way, it's kind of funny, right? I notice it's more where... Um People always say, oh, I'm pretty open-minded, right? I'm I'm, I'm open to ideas. Um, and, and I, you know, in a, in a political sense, maybe, right? I, I was overhearing this girl talking to this guy, and he was talking about, you know, more right-wing ideas. And I'm not, you know, I know also politics is kind of an arbitrary system that we're just put against each other. But besides that, um, he was... Um, she was saying, "Oh well, I listen to uh, right wing ideas, but every time he b- b- brought up an idea from the right wing, she was shutting it down, right?" And the same thing with when people saying, "Oh, I'm open minded," and then the second you bring up a taboo topic, they don't want to hear it. I think it's so funny always, right? Like the second you bring up, like, oh, for me, it's always like legal things or uh, you know, every you trickster topic, so to speak, right? And they're like instantly, their their face just changes and they're like, "Okay, you're a bad person. <laughs> I don't want to speak to you." <laughs> Yeah, it's extremely common. Yeah, Uh, I mean, um, I mean, in that regard, you say uh, EMPs require a lot of that sincerity, right? Or no, not that... actually? Well, they they think everybody's phony, right? But um, wouldn't you say that's reciprocal with the NJ types as well, in the sense that they both crave uh, a real character, so to speak? Or does everybody? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I I think everyone does, but like NJ is, it's kind of more of a hypocritical thing because as externals they are, they are, they lack the internal, and because they lack the internal, they expect everyone around them to behave in a certain way, but they themselves Mm -hmm. won't behave in that way. Oh right. And that's really frustrating.
0: Yeah. The INTJs. They don't even realize it. Well, yeah, I mean,
1: sure, INTJs can have that problem. And, yeah, there's F.I. Child Superiority Complex, there's T.I. Child God Complex with INFJs. But mm-hmm. take ENFJs, for example. Yeah. They, they are the classic do as I say, not as I do. They're mm-hmm. the, I'm going to make rules for you all to follow. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I have to follow them. That doesn't mean they apply to me. They just apply to you because you're all stupid. Because mm-hmm. I te demons, sees everyone else that way.
0: Right. Well, you know, um... I mean, that's a criticism, right? But I, um, I do notice that, uh, given my life circumstances, I sometimes try to, you know, I've been pushed in my uh, unconscious, for example, due to, like, you know, uh, circumstance and being very shadow focused and very sad and depressed because of that for for a period. Um, but I do notice, like, now, uh, and I talked about this in the past, is that... Um, Maybe it would be nice. I know you talk about ego investments and and being enabled and all that stuff. But um, w- would you say that people, who for the longest time, have been forced to ne- actually never be their ego in some? I mean, sure, you're I, you're still your ego most of the time. I know, but um, would you say that people that. In a, or say they're in a very bad SI or SE environment, uh, they should seek those uh, relationships Chris talked about, Chris Taylor talked about, In uh, you should uh, seek your bronze pair and actually be comfortable with your ego if you've never been that. Would you say that, that, uh, that's uh, helpful advice or would you do, uh, advise something else?
1: Um, no, I do want context
0: though. Context? Um, well, um, well. Let's take my uh, let's take my uh, context here. So, so, for the most uh, most part, I've been in very se environments, right? Um, uh, I, I currently where I'm living at, I, I can't basically be in my ego. I, I, I'm fucking you know insecure all the time about my appearance and stuff like that, um, and I can never manifest my ease of being because basically all the se is used up in my family, right? So. Would you say for those people well, first to get out? I know you're going to say that, uh, of course, move out. That's one thing. Uh, but the second thing is then would you say that those people should seek for um, broad and spare relationships? Um,
1: yeah, but the thing is, though, is that, like, again, like, if you're, if you're going to be, you have to be attractive in some way. And this is for friends or sexual relationships, doesn't matter, or mm-hmm. even, like, jobs. You have to put in the effort yourself to make yourself better.
0: Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> I hope I am. <laughs> that requires,
1: well, that requires time. Well, I understand that. It requires that. money. It requires a bunch of growth. Resources. And if you're too busy, if you're too busy dealing with everyone else's crap, you know, how is that going to work? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I
0: understand. So, uh, to translate that, you would say that... Um, well, even to, in order to get those relationships maybe even, well, you have to put in the work for yourself and that's not granted within the environment while well, people like me or uh, other people maybe are situated in. Would that be correct? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> well, it was a... Um, I was kind of also, also relating to the, the hero question <laughs> to like what would you um, generally you would recommend uh, your bronze pair, right or would you say you know of course not wrestling on your laurels I get that but um, re- like for most people you would recommend that right if it's just a general relationship just for I for
1: would recommend I would recommend an affection relationship a companion relationship a natural uh, relationship as well as an intrigue relationship, a respect relationship, and a kindred relationship. Okay, which ones do
0: you don't recommend?
1: (laughs) All the ones that aren't those. You have to understand that while I could say that on paper, yeah, the affection and the companion and the intrigue and the uh, natural are the best. Yeah. Like the top four or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, I could say that on paper. Yeah, it's only considering nature. Only you yeah, have yeah. to look at nurture. Yeah, contextual.
0: Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Also, development. And like, if you're honestly, like, yeah. like,
1: like, if I was gonna be in, it, like, like, I have this, like, right now in my life, like, I have this, like, no wayfarer policy, and that's not <laughs> I've, I've like noticed. <laughs> it's it's like it's like with anyone. Like, I really, really struggle, like, just being around wayfarers in general. Why is it's that? really really hard because nurture they're just yeah because the nurture like i find them either super entitled or they're just pirates mm-hmm. and it's like you're looking to them to actually show gratitude but they're choosing not to show gratitude and it's really mm-hmm. frustrating yeah I well i oh, like since i broke up with my intj ex um I've probably met one INTJ since then mm-hmm. that would be like what I would consider life material. Right. But just one. Literally just one, you know. And like Does it help when they're so rare? <laughs> <laughs> well it's not that they're rare, actually I find INJs very easily. It's finding fellow ENTPs that's mega hard. Like, it's extremely difficult for me to find ENTPs. Really? And and I'm not the only one looking for them either. Like, people type. uh, got one here. They go out. (laughs) They're they're typing them or looking for them and et cetera. And they just won't. They're just extremely hard to find. Mm. But, like, I I see INJs all the time. And with those INJs. Yeah, they do stand out. And the thing is, though, is that, like, they just, I don't know, like, it just doesn't match be or doesn't work. It be horrible. Yeah. Well, like, like, they just don't understand what it means to be, like, if we're like, talking about like relationships, they don't know, understand what it means to be a woman. Mm. They really don't. Oh, yeah. They don't know how to actually, they don't even know how to be wife material, much less mother material. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing, like, yeah, if a woman can't, if a woman is not good at being wife material, then there's no way in hell she's going to be a good mother.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know,
0: like... No, I understand that. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of what I said earlier, right? Like, if I speak with a younger uh, or maybe even attractive ITJs, right? The, the second I start talking about, like, motherhood, which is, I, you know, I think it's a wonderful thing. I think it's so devalued uh, for, for women currently. I think guys, at this point, guys want... Um, Children more than women. I sure that's just a fucking generalization, but I notice with uh, you know maybe on the CCS server or generally in my life, um, when I speak with them and I speak about children, they're so, they're they're kind of you can see or kind of feel their face lights up. They're like, yeah, I, w- I would love to have children, right? Because they're so fucking um, the, the idea. Um, Appeals so much to them, and maybe uh, like a game like The Last of Us shows up pretty well, right? Um, they they real guys really love that idea, um, at least younger guys I noticed, or maybe older guys. I don't know. It just depends on the guy in, in some regard, but uh, mostly they're not negative. I don't mean a lot of guys who are very negative about children. Maybe some really old guys. I don't know. Um, but uh, with women, like sometimes talk, I've talked with, you know, even feminine, very feminine women like INTP or something like that. And they're like, I, I, I want no children. Like, they're they're fucking horrible. And I'm like, really? Like, it's a fucking gift of life to be given to you, right? Whatever creator there is. And, and it's been yeah. granted to you. And you're just like, no, I don't want it. It's like, really? Like, wh- why? Why would you do that to yourself? You're, you're literally granting a dimension of life that could enhance it so much, right? And you're just yeah. j- just passing it off. I'm like, well, that's, uh, you know what I mean. It's just it baffles me. Right.
1: Yeah. But, but, but like, I, you're right. But like, while I do have my own. Wayfair, no Wayfair policy. That's not to say that I'm not going to
0: give someone a shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, well, you're still I, you're still forgiving in that regard. You would say?
1: Yeah, I am. It's just that like they're going to have to jump through a lot more hoops than everybody else. Mm. Well, like, especially like like I got an INTJ TJ friend that I hang out with in town all the time, and like he's really difficult to be around sometimes because that superiority complex just rears ugly head, mm-hmm. and like he just. And for some reason, he just sometimes can't handle the criticism that Mm -hmm. he really just needs to hear so that he can get better and not like expect everybody to just bow down to him all the time. He's Mm -hmm. not superior and he needs to accept that he's not actually superior. Yeah. And while he tries to be superior, you know, it's not actually helping anyone Mm -hmm. unless, of course, he's sharing that superiority and helping other people. Other people improve, then it's okay.
0: <laughs> well, kinda, kinda like kind of like Friedrich Nietzsche writing his books, <laughs> even though having a bit of an arrogance thing. I don't know if you've ever seen that, where <laughs> he basically named himself the greatest philosopher and things like that. But yet he was giving like the greatest philosophy ever, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe never <in> guard.
1: <laughs> well, well, yeah, but like, the, but the difference is though is that like hubris is everyone's problem. It's not just a particular type.
0: No, no, I know. And
1: so, if, he, if he's willing to just let go of that and actually seek to make his fellow man superior instead of being superior himself because mm-hmm. he thinks that that's what's going to cause people to not reject him, which it actually causes people to reject him, mm-hmm. um, then he'd be better off. But basically, having him come to that conclusion is extremely hard.
0: Basically, as you're describing it, teaching other people, so going into their subconscious, right, showing their skills, showing how to do those skills and teaching them how to do it. Would you say that uh, is accurate? Something yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I I, um, I take a lot of things uh, in that regard, I don't take it to heart what you're saying about that. And you know things like gratitude, for example, uh, yeah, I struggle with that, like naturally, right? But um, I've taken action in that regard, but like, I, I mean, like an entire list of all the people in my life and even the ones that have betrayed me and uh, fucked me over, but um, still looked at that and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a thing but i'm still grateful for xyz right like trying to find one grateful thing because i wouldn't have that connection for a long period with this person if it wasn't for some reason right unless it was like forced upon me or some shit. um but even then right there may be some reasons so yeah i really well yeah, you're one of those people actually you know i really want to sincerely thank you we're not even at the end but uh, <laughs> i want to sincerely, sincerely thank you here like for basically all the information all the well, life lessons, I guess. I think it really helped me and really changed my life in a very profound way. Um, And yeah, honestly, thank you in that regard. So there you go for your, uh, maybe your FE child feels a (laughs) a little uh, (laughs) heartfelt here. Well,
1: I I mean, sure. But like, really, I just want to see the outcome. I want to see, I want to see mass cultural change. I want people to grow up. I want people to like realize what they have, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's the thing like women will be happy to follow women will be happy to have children but mm-hmm. they have to have confidence in men but that's not going to happen until the men are willing to take their place where mm-hmm. they belong which is above women right and until they're until that's going to happen the women are going to continue to behave the way that they're going to behave mm-hmm. that's a problem and that sounds risky of course it's risky they're going to be demonized for doing so right but it's the only way
0: mm-hmm but um I mean this is kind of what they describe it a tipping point right um, about you know small little micro movements or whatever could still result into one big tipping point so looking at it optimistically right uh, in that regard you could say that you know these small changes you know the small influence you you have because you know that's what <laughs> that's what any users do have exude influence um, uh, small little changes in people's brains and their thinking uh, could make a massive change in the long term, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean that's 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 how I look at it. At least that's why I that's why I try to also teach what you're teaching to other people and try to be an example in that regard. Even though I'm relatively young, um, I still trying to change in that regard. So. Yeah, and it's really hard
1: to be an example. It's very scary, especially for us. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, it is. Because people look at me and You I, just have
1: to force yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, the I am. Like, I, I try to get out there and try to, you know, read and, and, cause I, 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 I I really tried to keep my... Because I had a really bad god complex. Like, we're talking, you know, Yagami Light, Death levels of, of god complex, right? Just thinking I'm literally better than everybody. Uh, and then I got really humbled by reality, uh, ironically. And um, now I try to stay as humble as possible, right? And uh, that's why it's also... It's, it's very hard sometimes, right? Because... Um, you notice if you actually uh, act humble and try to improve yourself, like people look at you as an example, or people see qualities in you, right? And then it's really, really hard to to not be like, yeah, I know, you know, it's like, uh, you know, because that's the IDJ way. It's like, yeah, I know I'm pretty good at this. It's like, well, actually, you're, you ain't shit, bro. Maybe to these people, but you ain't shit. So <laughs> keep learning, right? That's, that's what I try to maintain. And not in a... I, it's not like I can't be proud of myself, right? Because, um, you know, yeah. if, if I make progress, of course I'm going to be proud of it. When I exercise or when I uh, finished something, I'm like, well, yeah, I deserve a reward, not well deserved You know what I mean, right? Like, you, you automatically yeah, I get a reward mentally because I finished the thing. Uh, but also, like, constantly thinking, well, I'm, I'm not worth it. You're, you're going to get in self-destructive territory, right? You're going to get, like, IDJ vibes there. Um, so, anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if... Uh, like you said, it's, it's, it's very, I mean, it makes sense. Huh? It makes sense. How do you mean what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, it, like you said, like, in, being an example, I don't see myself in the, as an example at all, right? Because I, I, I don't, I don't know shit. Well, you have I, to realize that there's always people underneath you. Yeah, well, that's, that's something I realize. People are
1: born every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And y'all, well, that's, that's... always an example with
0: somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what I know. The younger people look up to me more, call me, you know, think I'm very mature. But yet older people, they look at me, and like, oh, you're just a fucking baby, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. You know, both both parties are right in that regard. Um. So I try to, you know, I try to learn the most from especially older people, right? Like, we're t- I want to talk to guys in their prime, right? Or maybe in their 40s, because I'm like, yeah, those guys have... Are like full-on produ- producing right now right they're full-on uh king energy so to speak and i'm like i gotta learn that shit, bro they got a lot of, they got a lot of wisdom there <laughs> yeah mm. it's
1: it just like you know culture there's always a new culture on the horizon you have oh. to recognize that even being an example to one-year-olds is important because they are the next culture yeah you have to be an example no matter how bad it hurts no matter if other people get hurt you Mm -hmm. have to be an example and you have to toe that line right that's the only way anything's going to be changed and it's the only way to guarantee a better future for everybody
0: and what would you say is the best way to do that like seeking failure basically you know seeking wisdom Uh, is that the best way to go about it uh Not being too wise, but not being too foolish either. Being in the middle. So having people above you and beneath you. Would you say that like in a- But like also if you're a woman, be feminine. If
1: you are a man, be masculine. Right. And And primarily follow that
0: route. Okay. And then, well, not automatically, so to speak, but you know what I mean? Like With those things in mind, you would say the example is being set for other people or they look at you as an example if that is in place that's correct all right <laughs> well <laughs> very clear uh let's see um i actually gotta get
1: going pretty soon
0: yeah i was gonna say maybe we should uh, <laughs> uh how long have we been on this show now like uh let me see uh one hour and forty-four minutes yeah almost two hours <laughs> So, I got to get going real soon. Uh, how many minutes? Because I can kind of gauge.
1: Uh, I think about five minutes.
0: Five? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was thinking like 10. Anyway, um, let me see. Uh, well, I'll just fire or go, go quickly for these. Um, what are sure. what are your current long-term plans with Uja or the social media app that's under the works? Will you reveal the so it is,
1: it, is, it, is, it is. I'll talk about it now. I okay. mean, it, it is definitely in the works. We're still developing it. Um, we're going to be releasing some new features, which will come with a price increase. Mm-hmm. So, people paying for premium features, they're going to want to get in now so they're grandfathered in. Right. Otherwise, you know, like it's going like to go up. <laughs> it will be. Like, it'll be LinkedIn expensive one day. Uh, <laughs> like so right. it, it's going to happen, but right okay. now we're fleshing out our B two B features. We're going to be helping people like keep track of like HR and their businesses, and mm-hmm. those types of things, because we need that put down, laid down as a foundation before we go in the full social media direction.
0: All right, okay. Um, will there be any communication or uh, community participation in any future projects? Maybe things like Uja. Do you think there will be any community, uh, yeah, projects? Maybe
1: yeah definitely um i mean like we're we're even we have plans to like even get the type grid or some aspects of the type grid and what we're doing we do have plans to actually make some of that open source in -hmm. the future to let people (laughs) develop on top of that but we're not ready for that yet but Mm. it will be it will be a thing that's something that's coming yeah that's
0: okay yep um okay really quick uh what are you delving in the most right now like generally yeah well you martial kind of arts go, martial fitness. arts and health yeah yeah mostly right. that yeah okay we see anything of that in the future or is that uh
1: <laughs> yeah i mean like i i'm getting closer and closer to reaching my goals my fitness goals dope and then get uh... six pack. <laughs> Gotta get it, man. Yeah. Um, so so when uh, when that's all done, I'll be releasing courses on fitness. And, oh. like I'll be doing courses like for a whole host of things that I know. And then mm-hmm. we're just going to help people out from that perspective. We still have our other course, Failure Proof Your Relationship, coming, coming out very up. soon. Mm. Yeah. We're just waiting on the graphic artist to get finalized. It's been okay. interesting because... Uh, his parents are extremely old and uh, sometimes he has to take time off for them. So right. that's what the whole love spin.
0: Wholesome moment. Um, okay. Uh, what is it? Yeah. Uh, one of the final second to final. Yeah. Um, what are you currently reading or are you not reading anything at the moment? Um,
1: I'm reading positive discipline by Jane Nelson. Okay, cool. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I, the final question, what are your goals right now? But um, but uh, we kind of discussed that already. Uh, and well, uh, where do you want to go, where do you want it to go ultimately? So I, I, I kind of, uh, how do you explain this? So you're using Uja right now and you're doing courses, where, where do you actually want to like fi- uh, end up in terms of like long-term? Is is it just thoughtlessness? Is that what you're really trying to accomplish with all of this?
1: Yeah, my entire mission in life is Malachi chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. So, and that talks about fatherlessness. Ultimately, it is fatherlessness. It's always been about fatherlessness. Mm -hmm. It's so funny to like listen to people say, oh, well, you're a hypocrite, Chase, because, you know, like, how could you be all about fatherlessness when you talk about you know red pill stuff? Oh yeah, like, because behavioral <laughs> psychology is a thing. That's why.
0: Like, oh, you like, li- you left your previous wife, so therefore you must not care about father- being a father. Like, uh, what? <laughs> Did you read the context? <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, so yeah, it's ultimately fatherlessness what we're uh, what you're trying to eliminate and uh, really yep. em- embrace that masculinity and femininity back in society
1: exactly Correct. me embracing masculinity and me expecting femininity and being an example of someone who expects the feminine to be there for me and if it's not then you know i react in such a way where i'm just repulsed by society as a mm-hmm. result you know i'm going to lead in my masculinity period end of story and it's just okay. going to happen regardless of the consequences all right you know. and you know I'm going to lead by example, not just for me or you or anyone else for that matter, but also for my children. Mm-hmm. That way they actually have a chance at a future
2: mm-hmm.
1: because right now they, they basically don't. So I have to make sure that I'm moving in that direction so that they have a chance at that future. I can't not be, I cannot be uh, complicit in them not having a future.
0: All right. Well, I think that's a very, uh, <laughs> very good note to end it on. So uh, I'll wrap it up here. Uh, anything you want to shout out or uh, say? Hmm.
1: I would like to shout out my haters because <laughs> you are doing such a great job making me money and bringing me so much attention and more true fans. Especially you, Eric Thor, that hit piece you did really boosted the channel in a big way. <laughs> Please do more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. For that.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, well, I would like to uh, thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, w- feedback will be much appreciated. So feel free to leave me a comment and uh, share the video around if you enjoyed it. Uh, this was Croissant Hours. with Just uh, Sweet Croissant and C.S. Joseph. And I will see everybody in the next one. Bye-bye. Cool. Later. Fuck bitches. Get money.